Guys, how's your voices? Slowly coming back. Mine is crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. That's the pregnant lady. <laughs> Girl, I saw Yolanda at one point backstage. Yolanda had a plate of food. I okay. love it. I took care of myself. You Did. took care of yourself. <laughs> Do you notice how... Like, typically, you see videos of me, Julie, Yolanda, Corey, all of us singing along to concerts this year. Where was Yolanda? I was she in was my room. In her room. <laughs> she, you made it for, for Janet. I did see Mary. Mary J. Blige. Saw Mary J. Blige. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hello. This is <laughs> Yes Girl. And you are? Corey Murray. Yolanda Sanguini. And I'm Charlie Penn, and we are still recovering. We're still yes. recovering. But this is the Essence Festival edition. The recap. Yeah. We made it. We made we it. We made it. We, made it. we, we did, did it. it. We survived. Wow. Y'all, that guys. Meme, that meme. I know y'all wow. seen the, meme, the James Brown Essence Festival. I'm going to show y'all a picture of myself this morning because <laughs> I look just like it James is. Brown <laughs> on Sunday. It is the most accurate meme oh I've ever seen my in my God. life. There's a meme floating around, you guys. Just look it up on the, on the internet. But Saturday, Friday, everybody shows up to Essence Fest. Best outfit, makeup Best. done, hair right. done. Mm. Saturday, you know, you're still, you're still, your nails are still nothing's chipped. <laughs> nothing's Sunday. <laughs> now, girl. 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 Your weave is loose. Your braids are loose. You are hung Your nails over. are chipped. Your feet are swollen. <laughs> you have lived, okay? Oh, my God. You've lived four lifetimes in four days. Oh I swear. God. And then by Monday. Ooh. Ooh. And then your friends are still texting you like, what are we doing? And you're like, girl, girl, I'm, I'm looking for water. My age I'm is coming in. Today. I am looking for a fresh vegetable. Oh, my that God. That isn't cooked. I remember when I first got to know Yolanda right. at Essence, we would come back from Essence Fest and she would say, okay, I need to do my raw diet <laughs> <laughs> to recover from all this eating. And oh, Nola. my God. She used to do a raw. And I used to be like, oh, she's so sophisticated. And like, now you know. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Girl. Because Nola. I mean, Ooh. I ate my way through Nola. We we ate. We danced. I didn't we get to eat like I wanted to. Really? But you I did, did eat junk. I did eat junk. Yeah. I did. Girl, I saved. I lived off a of, uh, granola bar backstage. Really? During the day. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, we That's definitely lived off some pork rinds. We I'm ate some pork <laughs> rinds. They, they they were very nourishing. <laughs> they were okay. So <laughs> Especially at two a.m. <laughs> it was so delicious. <laughs> we got them at two o'clock in the morning in the from morning. a street cart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were they fresh pork rinds? No, they no. were just like they we were packaged packed a bag pork of rinds. pork rinds from a crawfish. A crawfish. Food cart. Food cart. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie got a spicy hot dog at 2 a.m. I got a spicy girl. I was mad. So it was rough. Um, it was so rough. <laughs> Friday night, I went to the D Nice and Dougie Fresh party. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. That was cool. And then when I was, I had to leave my cousins there because. It was 2.30 a.m. And I was like, I have a call time like, at, at 8. I, I can't. I had there. to be adult. So, but leaving, there were all these half-smoke food trucks along the way. And I was just too cheap to stop the Uber to get one. And I just, so I ended up getting some Pringles in my hotel. Damn. <laughs> well, I have to say. But I regret that now. record number crowds. There were 500,000 yes. women there. And you could feel it. Yeah. Because every place we tried to go in and eat, that line. The lines. What did they say in our Baby. I was baby. Like, baby. Mm -mm. Baby, it's not gonna work for me. But you know what my trick was? I would just eat a really good breakfast. Me too. Mm -hmm. At me the too. hotel. That's smart. That's and I smart. was like, I just need to eat enough to sustain me yeah. through the day. Yeah. It wasn't healthy. I wouldn't say do that for everybody, but yeah. that's what I had to Does, do. Does uh, loaf from Starbucks count as a nutritious? No. Oh, no. 
then I did not have digits. That you did what you have to do. I did what I had to do. For yes. When I tell you, I don't know how I, I got up every morning. You know, like we get in so late. We yeah. work so hard. But it was just like, you know, every night I was like, oh, my God. Because we're still working, though. Oh, yeah. my God. That's, we're I think, for me, it was like, I still got to work. I wonder if people know that. Because people are always on my IG, like, girl, the twirl, like, yes. And I'm like, okay, boo. Yeah. Right? But we were up at six. We were on stage all day. All, all day. day. Then we were recovering. Then on Friday night, remember we did the podcast live oh, from NOLA. Moment. Oh, my god! Speak about it, Yolanda, because yes. that's our special guest today. Oh, my God. You guys, we got to interview Big Frida in her hometown, in his hometown. Listen, I'm saying her or him because he tells us in the episode, he is whatever you want to call him, baby. Okay. Baby. No he knows who he is. Okay. Speaking of um, calling him, my Uber driver, because I was like, oh, I got to see Big Frida. And they were like, you mean Freddie? See? Oh. Folks see? was calling him like all kind of names. Like, okay. I mean, but just. Right. Yeah. He's, he's like family. He's family. Nola. And I think, I mean, opening for the read was already oh exciting. Oh, my goodness. And they're a sold out show. And then when Big Frida or Freddie or, yeah. you know, ho- the homie, the homie pulled up, he just drove on up. Yeah. And was like, and it was like you would think Beyonce had arrived. And drove himself to the venue drove he, he drives he still goes to the grocery store and let me store. mention this yes. he came on time he was actually early early he was early he was that's early. a professional and he's like the beyonce of nola yeah, yeah. like yeah. the way people scream for him it was um i loved it yeah but y'all yeah. gonna hear it today for this episode we had fun that was fun what were some of your highlights like performance wise for festival yeah okay teddy riley teddy riley and guy yeah Let's chill. That's why I don't have a voice. I was a little <laughs> mad at Aaron Hall's voice, though. I know. I know. Oh, can we say that? Through the fire. <laughs> no, Aaron, Aaron looked like he been I through mean, the fire. Some of the voices, I was like, you know, it's we're here for the nostalgia. And yeah. I appreciate the nostalgia. I, you know? The, you know, I, Dave, like, I have a new okay. respect for Dave Hollister, though. Listen, I have a new vocals. respect. Chris, yeah. Blackstreet was 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 good. Yeah, Black Street Street was, was I good. like High Five, and I love that they sang um, LMA's "Boot Up." Oh, nice. Yeah, I missed High Five, and I'm really sad. Did they do? I like the way you kiss me when you yes, kiss me. Yes, they did. I'm hurt. I'm just really curious though. Where was Chauncey? Chauncey. Where was Chauncey? <laughs> Chauncey was not there. Chauncey, what is he not? In the where room? is Chauncey? Everybody was like, "Where's Chauncey?" Where's Chauncey? <laughs> Who was Chauncey? From Blackstreet. Oh, Lord, I don't know. He was, or he said who? I was like, what? No, but I have to say, you guys, that's what I think is so special about Essence Fest. There is no other music festival and concert in the world where you can go and get your whole musical childhood life. Yeah. Like, you get your throwback nostalgia and your current. And your current. And, you know, you got LMA. Her, your newbies, Daniel Caesar, and then you have Teddy Riley. Yeah, and, you know Fantasia, Salt and Pepper. You roots. get your whole life. Yeah. Like when Salt and Pepper came out, y'all, I was f- what? Yeah, I forgot. Really I mean, you don't well, forget. Well, SWV, but, like, for SWV, me. SWV, really, Salt yeah. and Pepper. I got my whole life. That whole was that okay? So that was Queen set and Teddy Riley set. Yeah, that was I. You know those things they say you don't know you need it till you need it. Yeah, yeah. I needed every second of that. Nice. I know we're talking to Big Free today on the podcast, but I was I left the Teddy Riley moment to go see Big Frida because I was like, where else am I going to see Big Frida in NOLA? Yeah, true. So I got up there. I did have a couple of clutch my pearls moments. As much as I had heard about the twerking and stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then there was a part uh, she did the nice for what she did the opening oh of nice for what and she did. it. She did the. Uh, formation. She did the intro to formation. I love it. But then the real good part was she was like, oh, who's coming on stage with me? Who? She's like, I don't want to see no faces. I don't want to see no faces. <laughs> love it. 
and it was a twerk competition. Nice. It was yeah. a, and I was just like, I wasn't prepared. Nice. And this girl behind me, she's like, you going up there? You going <laughs> up there, baby? And I was like, nice, no, I'm good. No, babe. <laughs> I'm good. I already had my moment. I've you had my you moment. were very East Coast. Like, no, babe. No, baby. <laughs> Yolanda, who did you love? What did you love? Oh, I love Mary J. Blige. Ooh, Mary. So Mary comes to festival quite a lot. Maybe I'd say the last four years straight. Yeah. And I had never, like, you know, I just thought, okay, you know, she's been there all these times. But this time she totally changed her set. It was all the remixes. And if you're from the East Coast, like, you remember all those remixes that maybe didn't make it big in the South. But, like, girl. And then the outfit, she had a Dapper Dan outfit. She had two Dapper Dan outfits. So maybe three. But she just looked amazing. I just, I love the whole set. And then, of course, Janet. Janet, Janet was amazing. Janet I mean, where do we begin? Janet, That's flawless skin, vocals. She's not 50. I don't believe it. Oh, my gosh. No. She went back I just, time. I really appreciated <laughs> Janet's out. professionalism. Like, there was oh, yeah. no moment where you were like, oh, what's she doing now? The, oh, she, you know what I mean? Fact that, I mean, real talk, the fact that she still performed a week after burying her yeah, father. I know. Yeah. And that vulnerability yeah. that she yeah. shared. So, she, you guys, she opened up and she said she almost canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She almost canceled everything and her brother said to her she never said which brother but she said her brother said to her what would dad tell you to do and he would tell you to finish what you started oh i had chills i just got chills when you said that oh yeah oh my god and that and and then fantasia Fantasia! oh my god fantasia in that jump that bodysuit coming out giving us her i mean it's like god jumps in her chest and sings and the angels and then comes back i mean like but her brother who almost died yeah he had an accident last year yes yeah. and he's recovering and she brought him out in the wheelchair and i looked at yolanda and both our eyeline it was just everybody was crying face. oh my it was God. so beautiful everybody started crying and she was like believe you yeah. know yeah. oh and they showed all the clips of him saying like i'm gonna fight i'm gonna be okay and he he looked like near death yeah. one of my uber drivers was like i heard fantasia put on a show yeah, yeah she, she did she oh my really God. did any daytime highlights for you you know so many. I have to say, our stages were popping. Lit. Yeah. But we were so busy, I didn't really get to, like, catch yeah. any of them. I'll admit, I did the stars and power moments. Yeah. And I knew what I was doing when I was going out, but, you know, I introduced Rotimi first. I was like, Team Dre. <laughs> Yo, Team Tommy. Listen. Tommy. Yo, they ride Even at Tommy. the Superdome, do you hear it? Oh, my God. Dare I say they like Tommy. Tommy more than Ghost? I think they wow. do. It's happened. I think, and I told um, Joseph Fakora on stage, I was like, I think you could be the first white man on the cover of Essence. Wow. And he, he volleyed it back to me by saying, isn't it y'all 25th anniversary next year? Oh. I was like, look at you knowing history. <laughs> Come on, history. And he was like, I think that would be a great way oh my God. to. And Tommy I has stolen the hearts of black women he everywhere. Has. Wow. They were That screaming. love is real. That love is real. Screaming. I do want us to acknowledge that this whole weekend, 510,000 people descend on one city was orchestrated by black women. Yes, okay. it was. And In this no office. Problem. Yes, it was. No altercations. No people were having a good time. Love. And it's us. It's the marketing team. It's the festival team. But all black women. We did that. We, we did, did that. that. Yes, we did. We Yay. did that. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Speaking of love, you guys, special moment. So I did not know this, but, you know, we this is our little podcast. We yeah, love it. Yeah. But people love it, too, because I have yes. a story. I have a story time. I'm walking it's by, and I'm on the phone, <laughs> and it was story time. And I'm talking to, okay, I think I'm, like, I have my phone in my hand, like, on speaker, whatever, I'm talking, whatever, and I'm walking with the drivers we had. And all of a sudden, somebody goes, excuse me? And because they, they heard my voice. 
he was like, are you Charlie from Yes Girl Podcast? Aww. I was like, yes. He was like, oh, my God, I love the podcast. I listen to every episode, asking about the dog, asking about the husband, asking mm. about this, mentioning that. I couldn't believe it. Like, he was talking about Corey, talking about Yolanda. He was amazing. We took a selfie. His name is Sebastian. Hey, Hi, Sebastian. Sebastian. But he almost teared, he started to tear up on me. Aww. He was so excited to have met me. And honestly, I didn't know what to do because, like, I'm like, what? This is real? But he was the nicest person, and he just said, we are great company, and he loves hey. our podcast. Hey. And I just want to shout out. Sebastian for recognizing me by voice nice. in a crowd of 500,000 people. Yes. We appreciate you. That's I want to shout out the South Africans who came all <laughs> the way from the motherland. Uh, and I want to shout out New how Orleans. you found them. I have like, to tell that story. I saw all kinds. I met three groups of South Africans that were wow. at the festival. All the way, that's what, 30 hours? That's, that's a 30 hour trip, first of all, to come. Yeah, that's road. not a direct flight no, from no. Joburg. <laughs> and they were <laughs> living. <laughs> and they were living just like, and I met a woman from the UK. So there was like people from all over, black people from all over the world. It was just really beautiful. We, but I have to tell the story. I'm sorry, really quick. We were walking from dinner, and it was me and Yolanda and a few of our coworkers. And all of a sudden, we don't see what happens. And all of a sudden, Yolanda turns and starts speaking. Zulu. Zulu to these people walking down the street. And then they start speaking back and they're having this whole conversation. She's like, yes, yes. And, the, and, and we're all looking like, is there a wait, flag on their keychain? Somebody said, like, wait, was there like a Wakanda moment? <laughs> yeah, like, was there like, something like, on their <laughs> lip? Did you pull the lip down? We're like staring because we're trying to figure out how she knew. Like, was there vibranium? Like in her shoes, like how did you know <laughs> they were having this love fest? And then she was like, "Oh, I heard them speaking. I heard them speaking the language." But we didn't catch it, yeah. right? Because you wouldn't catch it, like you don't know. So we thought Yolanda was from Uganda for real. I know. Totally we were like, like, "Wait, we, And they had fun. this amazing conversation, and I just—it was all. That's what oh I love about Nuance. It's all love. Yeah, it's all you heard on every corner. Yes, yes, get it. Where'd you get that dress? Okay, boo. Where you going? What yeah. time is it? Like, come on, Essa. Oh my God. Bigger, biggest, blackest, most loving. Girl. Yes. Where do we begin? Are you recovered, though? No. The two of you? No. Okay. I haven't had enough water. Okay. Okay. I, I, I probably won't be drinking alcohol until August. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, one who doesn't love me like I love Nola. Yeah. But that's okay. No, I love Anola drink, though. I do love Anola drink. But you know, because we're Essence and we're black women, we have another event coming up. Yes, Show do. Street Style, September Street 9th. Style. I mean, we got to keep moving. We Tickets on sale now. <laughs> Wait, so I did a new segment in Nola that Saturday, which uh -huh. was amazing. And she was like, when do you guys start planning the next festival? I was like, July 10th. Yeah. And she was like, what? I was like, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. well, I will say this. <laughs> Me and Rachel Davis and our driver, <laughs> Ernest Jones, we started we started planning the festival. Oh I think God. we have a lineup oh in place. Oh we have ready. a lineup in Ooh, place. I'm I think it's, it's really good. It's really good. You guys, tell us on hashtag Guest Girl Podcast who you want to see at Essence Fest next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's my 25th it's anniversary. 25th. We got to do it. I feel like we've had everyone. Yes. Oh my God. So if we miss someone that you need to see, you tell us, please. I realized we did not say we have who who for today's podcast who's going to be our little bonus. Oh, there's a surprise. Corey, there's a him. surprise after Frida. So the first purge, ladies, I'm all here for Team Dimitri. I'm talking about Yolanda Noel, who is in the star of the first purge. We know him as Daniel Insecure, but we got to talk to him and his co-star Lex Scott Davis. So stay around for that podcast. That's our little bonus for you guys. But also just thank you to Kid Fury and Crystal from The Read for allowing us to open for them in NOLA. Their show was sold out, and they were gracious enough to let us open for them. And Amazing. we have so much love for those two. Like we do. For me, they're like my podcast pioneers. Yes, true. Because I didn't really listen to podcasts until I heard Kid Fury and Crystal. They were the first oh, people either. that yeah. they were like, someone really put me on to them and said, you need to listen to them, and that really opened up. But I loved Definitely. Crystal's feed during the 
the whole Essence yeah. Festival. Yeah. Oh, she was living. Yeah, she and was And that living. dress, girl, yes. that you had on, leave it for me. Yes. Okay, up next, Big Frida, and then after that, Yolanda Noel and Lex Scott Davis. Girl Pound. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your host, Charlie, Yolanda. Come on, ladies, come on out, come on out. Charlie, Yolanda, and Corey, come on out. Yes, girls. Y'all looking lovely. I'm gonna let y'all take it away. And I'm gonna see y'all in a little bit. We ain't done. Hey, everybody. Hello. Cheers What's for a pregnant woman. Uh-uh, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I need reinforcements. How y'all doing out there? Hi. I feel like I'm off campus of the convention center in Superdome, so this is real New Orleans, right? It's a moment. Can I get some real New Orleans? Thank you. I'm Corey Murray. I'm Charlie Penn. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. And we are Yes, yes girl. girl. Any of y'all listen? Yes. We're so happy to be here. We definitely have a special guest coming for you. Some of you may have seen. But where's everybody from? No. Oh, DC. DC. I heard DC. Are you real DC or are you PG County like oh. me? <laughs> PG County. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Jersey. Anybody Jersey? Okay. <laughs> well, we are so happy to be here. We love the read. Oh we have early fans oh my God. of the early show. Early fans of the read. So I was sharing with Crystal earlier that the first time I ever heard the read, or when I really fell in love with it, was I don't know if you remember when she was talking about Kay Michelle. It was like the Epic second shade. or third episode, and I was like, "Oh shit, this podcast." <laughs> what was it, what was your first memory? Same. Yolanda came in the office and told everybody we have to listen right away. She was like, "Stop working and listen to the read." <laughs> so we did, and we've been big fans. What about you, Corey? So I was a bit of a nerd. I was like, what's a podcast? I don't understand what it is. <laughs> and one of the coolest editors at Essence, Janine Amber, she was like, you've got to listen to The Read. They are the only black podcast on. And I literally typed in, like, black podcast. And The Read came up. And actually, we started stalking Crystal, which at that point was I know we're not easy. alone. You know, we, we found her pretty easily. We took her to lunch and started talking to her. And after that, I became, like, it was love. Just, I just became a fan. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of fans, we are huge fans of our guest tonight. Oh yeah. my God. Corey's going to do her proper introduction. <coughs> <coughs> Y'all know we couldn't come to New Orleans and just talk to nobody. Okay. All right. We couldn't just talk to any. We can't talk to celebs we already talked to, have access to. We had to bring in someone who, you know, I think we, you know, we normally wouldn't be in, in New York. Right. Or Absolutely. Brooklyn. You know, true New Orleans. So, but first, I kind of want to read some receipts. Yes. All right. So, this person has her own show on Fuse Network called Queen of Bounce. Yeah. <laughs> y'all don't know who I'm talking about. Who are we talking about? Uh, y'all don't know. Y'all know that, that's not who you think it is. Oh, um, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's here, Corey? Um, big motherfucker Frida's in the house. <laughs> Girl down. Yes. <laughs> you already know. Yes. 
the love is so real. This my city, girl. I love how New Orleans loves you back. Thank you, baby. But wait, can we just look at the bag, baby? Okay, bag. can we get a bag, bag tour? And wait, as Yolanda likes to say, how many inches is that? Okay. <laughs> inches. What we got? Inches. It's about 26. This is 26. <laughs> just, just 26. Ain't nothing but a bob. <laughs> wow. Welcome. Welcome to Yes Girl. It's so good to have you. Thank you. And those nails. Yes, girl. Yeah. Those nails. <laughs> now, did you get those nails especially for Essence Fest? I did. See? That's okay. what I'm talking about. Yes. They are a moment. <laughs> we were overdue in having you, but Absolutely. we are so happy you are performing. Yes, I am too. This Sunday gonna be lit, baby. Get there yeah. early. Get there early. Y'all better get there early for get there real. Don't You've treat us warned. like Escape did. Escape treated us wrong because they were trying to say we didn't properly plan. But y'all telling y'all, get there early. Please. Get there early. Get there early. You've been warned. Big Frida and Janet on the same night. Goddamn. I'm, I'm not ready. All right. <laughs> there will be no edges left. None. <laughs> So I want to practice. You already know. Is that good? That's good. That's okay. a start. <laughs> I like you it. heard the vibrato? Yes, definitely yes. vibrato. Yes. <laughs> so we all know you as the queen of bounce, and mm -hmm. some of us that are not from, you know, the city of, of New Orleans may not know what bounce music is. What does it mean to be the queen of bounce, and what is bounce? School the people. Well, for me, being the queen of bounce is just uh, really taking my reign for putting in so much work over the years. I've been in the game for 20 plus years now. And thank you. This has not been an easy journey in representing the culture of New Orleans and bounce music, but I was consistent. I stuck with it. I never gave up. I did clubs sometimes um, seven nights a week, uh, four or five shows in one night. I oh, worked wow. really, really hard at becoming the queen of bounce. Okay. And uh, I just need to wear my crown. Your hustle. Wear it. Your hustle is unprecedented. You hustle hard. I do. And for people who don't know what bounce music is, it's ass shaking. <laughs> yes. So when I explain it, what, what it is to people, I say it's up-tempo, heavy bass, call and respond type music. But it's, uh, you know, a subgenre of hip-hop here in New Orleans. It was captivating here in New Orleans for so many years. And then I started to travel national outside of New Orleans and take it around the world. And then also my platform with Fuse helped me to get it around the world even bigger and broader. And uh, I'm just very grateful and very humble to have, you know, represent this culture and my people of New Orleans. Love y'all too. <laughs> now, you're not new to this. You are true to this. You grew up in the church. Music I, has always been a part of your life. It has. It has. So when I grew up in the church, um, I started at a very early age, about seven years old. I started singing in a choir. By the time I was 17, I was the choir director. Um, oh, wow. I, I sung <laughs> okay. many, many years with different choirs, Gospel Soul Children, Gospel Music Workshop of America, Lois Dejon. Uh, many people around New Orleans, and um, I also was the choir director at my high school, which was Walter L. Coyne. Yes. <laughs> and then after uh, I even graduated, I went back and taught the high school students um, for about two years after that. So music has always been a big influence for me and been a part of my life. 
it was kind of hard for me to transition from gospel to bounce music. But when I had the support of the people at my church, it was an easy transition. And I, I'm very grateful for them supporting me as well because I'll see them at the club and I'll see them on Sunday morning. <laughs> but what inspired you to go to Bounce? Like, who was that artist or what was the mood? Or Well, it was, it was the community. Also, along with my best friend, Katie Red, who was the first... Yes. Katie was the first transsexual to come out with Bounce Music in New Orleans in 1998. And I was um, Katie's best friend, so I started helping background Katie, helping her to create songs in the studio and write lyrics and all of that. And when we started this, we were just having fun, beating on the hallways in the projects, running up and down Melphamine to Josephine, and having all of our girls just, you know, having fun at nighttime, just doing what we love to do. And it began to be a true job for me. And when I said that I was going to take it and make this my only job and I didn't want to work for anybody else anymore, I went full force with it and didn't look back. Yes. Do you remember the first song that you put out? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. These hoes, <laughs> they made. That was actually my first song. And for this song to come around, you know, 18 years later and have to be a part of Drake's project is very special to me. This was really one of my first songs, and it's just uh, unbelievable. Can I say this? Recently, there was a Twitter thread that went around and, and ID'd all the songs that we say in popular culture now that has been attributed to the LGBT community. So thank you for your contributions. Oh, no to problem. To keeping us alive. Yes, no thank problem. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. And speaking of, I remember reading an interview where you said that you knew at 12 who you were and that, you know, that you were gay and you were very accepting. Talk about your acceptance and that confidence and where it comes from from such a young age. Well, I mean, for me, I knew I liked the boys. <laughs> it, it, it was clear. I, it was clear very clear as day, honey. <laughs> um, you know, and when I realized that uh, for my 13th birthday, uh, all of my friends were over, and I felt the courage to tell my mom then. And, you know, she was like, baby, mama already know, you know? <laughs> Mama's always and know. And the next already. morning, she woke me up, and she said, well, did anybody harm you or hurt you or try to molest you or any of that? And I was like, no, mama, I just like boys. <laughs> and so um, my mama started to protect me even more from that point on. She started to accept me. She embraced me, and she loved and nurtured me. She said that, Mama going to accept you for who you are. And once the person who born me accepted me, there was no other worry in the world for me. Oh, wow. I love it. Can we give it up for mamas who, and papas who accept their children yes. for who they are? Thank you. Thank you to them. You know, but I do want to talk about the glam, because, baby, it's a moment. It's always a look. You Girl, and it takes time. Yes. <laughs> it's a job, honey. <laughs> Sitting in that chair, getting beat, and get, putting the face on, and getting the hairdo and the nails done. But, you know, it has to be done being in the position that I am. And I like to dress. My mom was a jazzy lady, and I get my style in my class from my mom. So, you know, just knowing how to throw something together real quick. It might be cheap one day. It might be expensive. You'll never know. <laughs> I 
love it. Um, it's just all about how you put it together, honey bun. <laughs> okay. Now, do you do any of it yourself, or are you completely at the hands of... Oh, um, I mean, I dress myself all the time. Yeah. I don't have a stylist, so I dress myself completely. I don't do my own hair or makeup. I, I wasn't that talented in that division. <laughs> that was my mom. My mom was my hairdresser for a very long time, because oh. she, she did hair for 30-plus years. So my mom kept me up, me, my brother, and my sister. We always had the newest flies dudes. So that's where I get, you know, being inspired from a mother who was in the hair industry and, you know, had to go to hair shows. We went with her to hair shows. We traveled. So we did all kind of cool stuff to stay up on, you know, what was in style at the time. I remember an episode of Queen of Bounce, and you were in Brazil, and the, the tassels weren't right. And your stylist was like, I got to get these tassels right. <laughs> It was the tassels was important. Well, I mean, you know, it, she, it was her project, so she had to make sure her project went all right. They was going to talk about her, not me. Mm -hmm. Now, you rep the third ward. Yeah. Yes. And that's Born the name of raised. your new EP. But, but that's the name of your EP. For those of us who aren't from New Orleans, what, what's the third ward all about? Oh, uh, well, it's... Did we get a last day? Uptown. Uptown West goes down. <laughs> Well, I, I'm, bo I'm born and from the third ward. I grew up on Josephine Street, which is not far from here. Um, you know, it's just my neighborhood where I grew up and where we lived for many, many years. And all the surrounding area is the, we call that uptown, which is the whole entire third ward, which is from the Melf, Mac, Calio, Josephine, PNC, third and G, second and D, all the, all the wards in between. But I'm, you know, it all makes up the third ward. Now tell me, that's the name of your album, but Third Ward Bounce is your debut EP, but you've been doing this. Yes, I've been doing this, but when they say debut, it is my first EP on a major record label. Well, say it again. Say it again. A major record label. So um, I was blessed enough to sign a deal finally with Asylum Records. I was independent for a very long time, and I put out my own stuff, so I made my own money. Oh. And I did all of my own videos and all of that. I, you, In this business, you have to put out money in order to make money, and that's exactly what I did. I invested in myself and believed in myself. So I finally was able to get blessed with a record label, who has a team of people, which is Asylum, Hooster, Warner, and they have been going full force nonstop. I'm like the top of the list for the record label, and so many wonderful things have been happening, and so many doors have been opening. So I'm very, very grateful for them. And this EP has been my most streamed music thus far in my career. Yes. Nice. Yes. I just, I just need a little bit of advice from for those of us who are twerk challenged, um, well endowed. I have all the right parts, but I just can't do it. Well, I tell people all the time. <laughs> yes. At Not home, look in the mirror and practice in the mirror. Okay. Not on Instagram. No, right. not on Instagram. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself just yet. So you have to. Know the way, way that you want your body to move. So it's important to look at yourself in a mirror, full body mirror. And you can just twerk all day and all, all night. Day. And you can make it move the way you want to move. Um, but for us here in New Orleans, we're born with it. <laughs> you know, it, we come out as babies in diapers, shaking our little rompers. 
And even grandmas who's old, we know how to shake the rompers. You understand? <laughs> and you were telling us backstage where the moms are pregnant, they start shaking it while they're pregnant, and the baby comes out just ready. Twerk down. Oh, Twerk ready. <laughs> but okay, I'm 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 challenged. <laughs> what what is the alternative to the twerk? Is, is there one, or I just, do I just sit down? down? I just sit down. Listen, everybody can do it. No matter what size butt you have, everybody can learn to do it, okay? First, you got to look back at it and see what you're working with. Frida, you make me think now. First of all, can we pay homage to this purse, Aww. this handbag? Yes. But where do you feel most at home? Um, at home. Okay. <laughs> no, literally at my house. Um. It's kind of hard for me to do anything now in the city, so even like just driving my car or making groceries or anything. <laughs> y'all know y'all see me in Walmart, y'all. <laughs> you might see me in the Family Dollar anywhere. So you can still shop alone? I don't believe it. Yeah, I always shop alone. Really? I don't do all that. You know, I'm still hood, girl. <laughs> You know, no entourage for you. Yeah. I'm still waiting to come over for some dinner because you are a master cook. Oh, yeah. I throws down. Oh, and I want to come over for the decor because did I read correctly? Is this rumor or receipt? Are you, were you an interior designer? Yes, I still have my company. Uh -huh. I, um, Hustle hard. Yeah, I've, I've decorated for many years as long as I've been rapping. What? Um, but I don't have a chance to do it as much now because the music has taken over. But, um, yeah, I, I have a couple of weddings coming up. So it's still a passion what? for me. Love it. What oh my don't God. you do? We love it. Oh, my goodness. I try to do it all. A little, you know, a little jack of trades. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love wow. it. But, all right, your manager, Tony B, told us backstage, you're going to be going to Africa soon. Mm. Yes. yes. I, I know you're here for Essence Fest, but we have a fest that we love as well. Tell us where you're going to be at the end of the year. I will be at Afropunk Africa. In my hometown. Yes, yes. Johannesburg. I'm really excited just to embrace the culture and go back to my roots and just really enjoy and take it all in. I want to stay a few days. I, I plan on staying a few days beyond the festival and just really just explore it all. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Oh my I'm ready. Two I'm ready. Please. How many of y'all got third word bounce on your phone right now? We should do it right all now. Right. Download. Right now. Download. I got it. I do want to ask you, though, you know, a lot of times some of us, when we're talking about Big Frida, w do we say he? Do we say she? What, what, do, what does Big we Frida want us to say? Do we say they? Well, girl, you can say he or she. I know who I am. Yes. Okay. And there you have it. I know who I am. So people always have, like, what's your preferred pronoun? It doesn't matter. I, I was born a man. You know, I may, you know, do the girly things. and But I'm just a gay male. And I, I, I answer to boy, girl, whatever. I'm Freddie. I'm Frida. I'm whatever. If I need to flip the switch, I'll do that, too. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so thank much. So much. We well, I'm going to call you, you Big make... Motherfucking Frida. That's yes, what you are. Motherfucking okay. Frida. Thank you. That's but you Big Motherfucking Frida, before you go, we do want to hear you say yes, girl, like in, in a Big Frida kind of way. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> thank you all so much. Thank you. Be sure thank to thank you. I love you guys. Too. Thank you, New Orleans. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs> We'll see Big Frida at the Super Lounge on Sunday see at the there? Superdome.
Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Ladies, we know black girls do it all. Join PNG's My Black is Beautiful as they tribute black girl magic with Black Girls Do, a celebration of the boundless beauty and strength among black women. Join the movement and stay connected. Follow at MBIB for all things hashtag My Black is Beautiful and tell us how hashtag Black Girls Do. people in the audience in the room introduce themselves who's here i am lex scott davis i'm this girl in this thing that we made together this Um, girl who holds her (laughs) shit down but go ahead and the slang in yellow but y'all can't see it oh killing it i'm elon noel and i am the lady's man i am (laughs) anything but that (laughs) <laughs> yes. If you're in the Daniel Hive, you already know who he is. Ooh. I'm just going to go ahead and But let that. me say, Daniel the Dimitri Hive. It's about to be a Dimitri Hive. Yeah, I like that Ooh, one. Charlie, I'm going to let you know. What is you, know I, you know I love you. Time. But I low-key slipped to see the first purge last night. I haven't Ooh. seen it yet. So I'm going to be in the Dimitri Hive now? You're going to be in the Dimitri Ooh, Hive. Oh, I like that has a ring to it. That's the first time I heard Dimitri Hive. Are we going to make it a thing? We should make it a thing. It should be a hashtag. Yeah. Start it right and now. Attach it to everything purge, and if women go see it, they should hashtag Dimitri. Dimitri. Hi, come through be, Twitter. You'll know when you see it. You'll know what we mean. I, really I can't wait. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but Corey has, so she I has me very, very, very yeah. excited to see it. I have to say, like, I'm mean, tell you, uh, please tell like everybody what the purge is about, because I mean, we have the sec, we've seen the first one, mm-hmm. the second one, but now this is the first purge. This is a prequel, the, the original first yeah. ever purge. And this takes you to the very beginning of what it was. It answers all the questions that franchise fans have had for such a long time, which is what, what the fuck happened? <laughs> exactly. Like, who were the people involved? What were the stakes? How did this thing stick? How did it pass? Like all of the questions that people have mm-hmm. been curious about mm-hmm. the first purge, it gets you right into the vortex of it all. And uh, it's some you get shit. to see. Yeah, Ooh. you get to see. Now, were you guys purges? Were they about, was it a, a black focus? No. No, 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 no necessarily. I mean, I, I was always worried for the black folks. I mean, yeah. anytime you have a night where every you can just kill. Mm. Yeah. So that is what, see, I'll admit, <laughs> That's what I had, this, is hopefully this was my first to. one. Oh, okay. So I didn't okay. know about the yeah, others. Yeah, no, the others are really just setting you up for that world. And yeah. they, and dive, the they actually dive straight into, like, all the gore and the, you know, mm-hmm. slasher film stuff. So it doesn't really focus on nationalities at all. This one is definitely unique that it is the majority of the cast are black and brown folks. Here for all of it. Yes. Yeah. And it's so black. The mannerisms, everything, just the circumstances, the place, the music in Mm. here is amazing. And it feels right on time. Yeah. This is what we needed. That's what's so good and what's so frightening about it. It's too right on time. Oh, I can So you guys speak to that. You guys speak to that. I mean, mean, you saw it. So that's what's the most frightening thing about it. Like how real? You got the jump scares. You got all that stuff that's typical to any horror film that you're going to see and that you expect but mm-hmm. the concepts in this particular one are w- is what drives the movie yes. and honestly the uh the, the biggest takeaway is like just that the horror elements are how grounded in 
our current times it exactly. is. Exactly. It's not your average scary clown horror picture. Right. It is yeah, yeah. what is the scare factor is what we've as it, well, um, any minority in mm-hmm. this country has experienced and grew up with historically mm-hmm. that has frightened the shit out of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that is why um, I think is the only scary component because some people are like, is it horror? And I'm like, no, it's really it's really actually an action, action thriller. Right. Yeah. Um, and it could be real life almost at any yeah, moment, which yes. is crazy. It's very realistic. To say that, but mm-hmm. yeah. this is, I mean, it could happen. I mean, let's hope it doesn't happen. But the idea that pray to God, some wild happens. shit goes down, with the, you know, <laughs> in the times that we're living in. Yeah. So two things. One, I saw a, an amazing stage performance last week called Who We Are, A Chronicle of Racism in America mm-hmm. by Jeffrey Robinson. He was from the ACLU. And it talks about all this racism and how it's been just permeating us from like 1619 when mm-hmm. the first 20 of us got brought here mm-hmm. or s- stolen here or whatever you want to you know, say it. And then to see the first purge, like, it was emotional Mm. for me, I'll be honest with you, because it's so how easily this can happen and what they do to us. But, Lex, I love your character because you're an activist. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about her, though. I play Naya Charms. Um, Like you said, she's an activist and the voice of the community. Mm. Um, She, unfortunately, her parents are not in this story whatsoever, so so she is the caregiver to her brother. Um, not that much younger than her, um, still in school. And his name is Isaiah, played by Javan Wade, who is who from London. Yo, sir, which is I went awesome. and Googled him afterwards. Yeah, he's from <laughs> London. So the, the whole, when you so watch my it, name the, is the New York. And I am playing Isaiah. Yeah, this, yeah. He's, um, he definitely worked hard to get his New Yorker accent going. But um, yeah, so I, I'm definitely, my goal for this night is to save as many people as I can. Mm-hmm off of the streets before the final countdown and get them into the church safe safely and that that is my goal until obviously things start to change throughout the night i don't want to give too much away no spoilers please because i'm ready yeah yeah yeah, i'm not gonna but you (laughs) have a bit of a moment like you had in superfly yes where i'll just say this i think i need to i want to learn how to shoot a gun Mm. i'm just gonna say that i really want to learn how to shoot a gun i think that's important we had um Actually, I went to, I fired a weapon in both films. We shot the Purge first. Um, Superfly was after, but not until Superfly was when I actually went to a gun range. And there is where um, the other young lady who was an actress in that one and the people working had this interesting conversation about just what, how we feel about guns and gun control as women. Should we support or not? And honestly in that conversation and it's relevant to you know i feel like what you were about to touch on um is the idea of knowing how to use it but hoping you would never have to exactly that's exactly it like it made me realize like god forbid if something some shit should go down and if it's next to me i want to be able to know how to fire it if it comes to protecting my life or my family's life yeah yeah wow that movie y'all yeah. Uh, so tell me about the moment when you guys got the script and you said, I'm doing this. Yeah, I was watching. And what attracted you? My cousins slash brothers are big fans of the, of the franchise. So I remember we went on this vacation maybe like last year. And I had done a little project. That they, they wasn't really trying to hear about it. But like, yo, but that purse, <laughs> that shit crazy. And then, so when I was reading it, I was reading it with them in mind. But then also the fact that it was based in New York. 
I was born. I was. I spent a lot of my life in New York. I went to school out here. I lived out here for a little bit afterwards. So I have like this real love affair for New York. And to me, this movie is sort of like a love letter to to home. It's to black and brown people and everybody and, and the demographic demographic that it speaks to. But mm -hmm. like, it's very New York. Mm -hmm. So that was something that sold it for me because to be able to play a native New Yorker is that's something that's on a bucket list. Um, so Check. that. Yeah, so that was that was a big drive for myself. And what about you, Rock? I prayed that this was my story to tell mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, of Naya Charms. I love everything about what what is a what she's going through outside of the purge being a thing. Um, there were so many different lessons and just even the dynamic between her and the Dimitri character and their history and her just feeling she she sees that this is a man that wants to protect his community and wants to better his community but at the same time he's also the man who's feeding the community illegal substances and that's a whole separate conversation on top of the conversation of my little brother and taking care of him mm -hmm. and figuring out where are her parents and also we find that and it's not giving too much away if I say that the we find in the early in the beginning the brother has been skipping a really nice private school that I've been busting my ass to, to get him for? in. Yes, mm -mm. skipping school to then go sell drugs mm -hmm. for this guy. So Layers. it's so many conversations that mm -hmm. this script has that I think could feed our viewers um, beyond just the fictional world of the purge. But really just, it, it was a character study for me. And I, I believe that this is someone who exists in real life. And there's going to be a woman, a young woman, who's going to watch this role and needs this story to be told. That's what attracted me to it. I love that. And your braids are killing it. Oh, thank you. In it. They're just, they're <laughs> flinging. What'd you thank say about you. having to feed your braids? Dude, I thought that was funny you said last I night. I said they're my, the braids were like an extra limb. You couldn't put a, <laughs> you have your arm, your left arm, right arm, and then you have the, the braid. braid arm. You and you have to feed it, feed it through <laughs> the shirt hole. It's just a mess. I loved my hair, though. It's, I mean, but I, we've all had, you know, mm. with braids, that's one of those things. You want it for about a week. After that, you're like, all right, can we take Next. these things out? Right. Time to so move on we to shot the film out. for, what, two months? So I had the braids for a very long time. Got them you redone, of course. They the were they were freshened up. <laughs> but yeah, two months of braids. You guys must have had a good time on set. So much fun. I can see the chemistry, like the cast mm. chemistry. You guys so get much along. Fun. Mm, I was yeah. intense. Yeah, it's okay. I was I was intense on set. You are, you were I like was staying in, 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 in it for a while. Like once we like we would go home, yeah, that was, that was what I think that's what made it really. Um, because I try to like stay in the mode of my mm -hmm. character while I was on set, mm -hmm. literal set. Once we would go out or something like that, that's why I was like so relaxing to be with like the folks because I could really be with them and be mm -hmm. present and not be like moved to like protect them or like be you know a super um, you know cognizant of our surroundings. And but it's it's funny that you asked. He's pointing out that he had a different experience. His mom like, oh, it was so fun, and it was, it but was it was a, to watch his process was a huge learning opportunity for me mm -hmm. because I still feel very new. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm also all about, you know, like hanging out with the cast. Right. I want to build the chemistry. Yeah. I feel like, and him too, I feel like we're a family. We're like a huge family. Wow. All these guys are my like brothers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. But it was, it really spoke to his level of dedication 
and his passion for the art form first. To just be aware, and not even in a shady way, I came here to work and make a wonderful project with you guys, but it's not necessarily to play. Mm -hmm. And to see that and that level of maturity and discipline, we all learn a lot from it. Oh, well, shout out to Lex. For I about no, I don't to know what this warm feeling you. in my heart is right Aww. now. Well, so. I was going to say, because you're the lead in this. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. a you know very generic question, but talk to that. I mean, we first got to really know you as the guy Issa Rae, well, Issa D, really loves. Yes, you know, I, I did my research. No, no. But, but here you are. You s you're the man, and you... Oh, I was gonna say something, but mm. you're but the yeah. you're the lead yeah. in this film. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of gravity in, in this. Yeah, in this, so in this, speak to that. Gravity. Like, how do you come from supporting to how do you step into that role? Yeah, and I mean, it's a black director. Okay. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. So when you when I first got the the for you you spend a lot of time competing for the role. So like the whole uh, objective is to get it right. So we're going on all these auditions and chemistry reads and whatnot, and then the moment happens when you get the call and you have it. And it's like, oh dang, I have it. Ooh, like what do I do now? And then that's where the burden of the representation, the burden of just like being the lead and number one on the call sheet is just like it really hits you in a way where um, I just I it was a it was a moment where I was just like, dang, am I ready to do this? And then, you know, you get to work. And, and, and I feel like like Lex was talking about, that's the kind of the thing that inspires me is to be able to sit down and be with the work. I like breathing in the air of the character. And the more I did that, the more I felt comfortable with um with being you know the guy that that, that comes down and handles business mm -hmm. yeah but it, it definitely took it definitely took all of me yeah. like to to really just stand in it like that because i'm 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 a really i'm at line I'm, I'm silly i'm goofy i'm smiling all the time i'm, I'm a lover like and dimitri art isn't necessarily that um mm -hmm. simple so I had to connect to a lot of different things that just weren't as easy to access mm. as my beloved Daniel <laughs> would be, <laughs> you know, so. I like that you speak to, like, the gravity of it and that you use that word because so often we talk about diversity and just wanting to see more of it in TV and movies and film, but we don't often hear, okay, once that happens, the pressure that the actors feel mm. once they get these roles to kill it, to yeah. crush it, and to represent right. Especially mm -hmm. because it is so close to our hearts right. and the people that we know and that we're familiar and the, the, Like, I'm trying to go back to the, go to the ice cream truck without getting egg come after July 4th. And these are the things <laughs> I'm thinking about. I'm trying right. to go to the buildings. I'm trying to kick with my cousins on the mm -hmm. stoop. And if we made a you know movie that was right. trash, mm -hmm. then they wasn't going, you right. know? So all of these things come to mind where it's like, oh, Pressure. wow, let me, yeah. you know? But I think it's a sign also of just the fact that we are in it because somebody might not fit. You know, if, if it just rolls on your shoulders, then it's like, you know, like that nervous, that anxiety. I think there's an indication of you actually being a one in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, uh, there's so ready. many people that are extensions of us and that are counting on us mm -hmm. to do well in these industries to pave way for them. So like you saying, we, there's no room for mistakes. And just right. knowing that, it might be a little added pressure on yourself. Sure, I've definitely had a moment on that set where I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm doing good. But you just have to change your perspective, change your mindset. There are s so many young faces that are watching us and going to watch these characters become heroes. And it was a huge responsibility, especially for him to carry the weight of it all.
How was the reception down at ABFF? Because you guys did, you had Superfly down oh. there, and then you had the per. The ABFF. Back, back, back to back to back. I don't know how she did Woody. it. Where's she your had cape a movie girl? on I don't th- see exactly. <laughs> was well, I noticed you had it braided back because yes. that Miami humidity is. Yeah, I had. I did have braids once. Yeah, yeah. I did. One day. Um, <laughs> She Man, switches it I switch. I like you know. I love yeah, you. But right, that's what we do. Gotcha. That's what we do. Hey, players gonna do Outfit the players. Outfit today, hairstyle today. Yeah. It's black women. You know what it is too for me. I'm <laughs> trying hard to overcome. As actresses, mm-hmm. I feel like the industry wants us to become like this cartoon character. Like we can't mm-hmm. change our hair. We have to. If you're going to be the curly girl, you got to always be the curly girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can recording artists, you know, wake up one day, hot pink hair, yeah. the next day, shave it all off. The next day they have long faux locks, you know, and they are allowed to express themselves in that way. So it's it's sad sometimes as actors, we always have to play someone else. But it's like, but when do we get to be ourselves? That's a great point. You know, so I definitely want to keep that element and that component moving forward. Mm. Hopefully, peop- that'll actually force people to know me for my face and not my hair. So we'll <laughs> see how that goes. <laughs> so far, I haven't been like... People, even though some of our producers don't even recognize me when I change my hair. They're like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, oh, hello. sir, I'm in your film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's a good thing because I like True. some people who would see Superfly wouldn't necessarily recognize you nope. from um, The Purge. Nope. Not only because of the hair, but also just because of the, 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 the personalities that you take mm-hmm. on and the difference in like yeah. in spirit. Mm-hmm. So... I co-signed that. You. Yeah, I wouldn't know you. And then yeah. to see you in real life and see who you and really it's are. Completely, yeah. It's completely different. Thank you. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna lighten this a little. I have to ask, you know, how does it feel to be the president of the Bearded Babe Association? President <laughs> of, the of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's because funny. I know you've seen the memes. I feel like we I'm like. We all have. Don't be humble. It's not the place. No, <laughs> it's not the place. <laughs> Google Bearded Bay right now. Yeah. I'm going to do you that. on page one. Do Somebody well, do it. I get, I get, the, I get the, the added platform of having a show. Um, <laughs> the, little, the little quiet as it's kept, my beard don't completely connect. It don't oh, see. Look, it don't. Oh, see. No, I'm really all about looking. transparency. <laughs> Only guys with no it's information. Not, it like don't that. completely connect. So that doesn't make me the, the 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 president. I feel like I'm more like I'm like the SVP. You like the SVP? <laughs> yeah. But you see all the love. The it's the love, thing. and I appreciate it. It's flattering. It's great. But my thing about having a beard in like w- around black women. You remember play that game in high school? Open chest. Like if somebody was had their chest open, they were susceptible to getting punched in the chest. And it was just like a game. It no, was I've like unspoken contract no. open chest. I'm like, what is that? Cutting your beard off in around black women is like playing open chest. Like as soon as I cut my beard off, we're gonna see where the fan. We're gonna see who the true who the true <laughs> It's <laughs> almost equal to women taking off their makeup. If you get used to yeah. a woman who wears makeup all the time. True. Then yeah, but you no, know she spend a night, wake up the next morning, no makeup true. on. It's like, all over the pillow. Well, you gonna be scared? Like, Thank oh, you. Oh, baby, I don't think you don't need to wear that makeup. Women are like, oh, you should definitely cut your facial hair off, though. That's the difference. <laughs> no. Like guys are always no. like, you don't need Wait, to wear are that. You thinking about? Without are you trying makeup. to tell us something? Are you trying no, to prepare us? No, I'm just. Well, I'm just making observations. I'm also right. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm just. You know, I'm an actor first and foremost. So. The, the, the aesthetic, I just want to know if you've seen it. One hundred percent. Aesthetic is cool. So it's just a, she's still scrolling for it. Wait, I have to ask. So speaking yeah. of scrolling, Lex is hey. on Instagram. You were yeah, not. Get Why em. aren't you on Instagram or anything? I don't know. It You're just sort of speaks. I'm not even hiding. I just don't <laughs> have nothing got a to add. To, I don't have nothing to add to the conversation. Past action and cut. Like that's kind of just mm. where I am with it right now. Now, should I desire to get Instagram in the future? I would do that. 
but it's gonna happen organically and mm-hmm. you know that's the but right now y'all don't want y'all don't want to see these little weak grass shots i'm taking in the morning <laughs> and like these little simple things i'm doing but you can be look at this shot. You could start with this shot right oh, here. Oh, I never saw this in person. <laughs> I just showed Yolanda his lead photo in the July August issue of Essence Magazine. Hello. 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 I am bothered, That's ladies funny. and gentlemen. Oh, it's brothered. Oh. I am brothered. Oh. Oh. I'm trying to be clever. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to be clever. I see where you did that. I missed I the. No, I read bothered too. I read bothered too. You should go back to bothered. <laughs> I think we should go back. No, but definitely to good play on words. It's though. Really this is cool. hot. That's hot though. Come on, my sir. my yeah. They talk. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't. I just totally haven't seen that yet. That's the moment. I hadn't seen it in person either. That's awesome. So just it's a cool. Sign, a little sign. It's nice, man. That's Shout out to. I Essence. have another question for you. Are you Panamanian? Uh, my mom was born in Panama. Viva la Panama. See, hey, hey, hey. I know. It's on the internet. <laughs> well, so my very good friend Rhonda Thompson's Panamanian, yeah, and so she knows all Panamanian. the Panamanians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's like a secret group. We out here. She'd be like, you know, he's Panamanian. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. My grandma was born out there. My grandpa, everybody. We go out there like two, three times a year. Oh wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say bonjour, but that's not correct. That's, that's not all love. That's all love. Adios, bye. Is it time yet? Wait, no. I was no gonna say welcome, but I realized I really don't know oh. it in Spanish. Yeah. I have the. Uh, <sighs> What, you don't know the Bienvenidos. Adios. No, I'm, I'm Bienvenido. still going back to welcome. Oh, welcome. <laughs> just it's just cool. Late. Just whatever language you know, you just you throw it oh, out nah. there. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Welcome in. <laughs> That's German. <laughs> no, but we are so happy for you guys. Congratulations <laughs> on the opening. Fourth, it comes out for the July. Fourth yes. of July. July, which is the movie we need a week away for mm. that holiday. I'm telling yes. you, people, and I love that Ooh. when I saw it last night, I saw it with some folks. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you did. I we heard it. Were they shouting at the at the commentary? It was point, all of it. I hadn't seen this in a long time, so <laughs> some girl got up to go to the bathroom, and people were like, "Sit down, <gasps> sit down." <laughs> oh, that's so. Mean. And this was a media screening, so it was not. You know, we used a little bit oh, more fr- refined. They, didn't and they were acting it. like it was 125th Street. Like, I no, love it. I'm going to the blackest theater I can find. Gotcha. That's what I was saying, <laughs> we'll too. Yeah. I was saying that, you too. Should we, see like, it. should pull up at Fox Hill. If anybody's in Atlanta, my whole family got a theater, so we, we, oh, we out here. Nice. We going to be in Atlantic yeah. Station. Okay. Nice. Very nice theater. Like Atlantic Station. It's going to be popular. It's going to be a moment. Yeah. And I have to ask you both. So I saw the movie ends with Kendrick. Kendrick is mo- ending every movie now. If Why Kendrick is Ken- ain't in it, it ain't hot. That's it true. felt right. It felt Facts. right. It felt right because Facts. ultimately, through all of the violence and all of the things that we bring up, the end note should be that we're going to be resilient and resistant, resistant. my two R's, <laughs> and we're going to survive, and we're going to protect ourselves, we're going to protect our next and everybody else around us who we love. So we're going to be all right it was, was, was the best way to and the film that we feel espouses those things. I've seen it like maybe three times, and it's like I'm hearing that song for the first time every time the credits scroll. I get so hyped when that song comes on at the end. It's hopeful. You need it. It's optimistic. Yeah, it's great. Tell me a little bit about Gerard. Has he done these movies before? No. This is, I mean, that's the cool thing about all of us. He's a director. We're all sort of just, um, we're all sort of at the same point in our careers. I love that. In that way. So there's... It, it's that's good for the solidarity of it all. Um, yeah, he's 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 super authentic. Authentic. He's from New Orleans, like just really mm-hmm. bad authentic guy. <laughs> none of that other, you know, none of that other Hollywood stuff, man. He's mm-hmm. he's just he's just real cream of the crop type of thing. He would definitely help keep it grounded. 
For sure. Um, and then it's for the first time, it was directed by someone other than the writer. Oh, so, okay. So, um, but we needed that because, again, the, the cast is different. The situ, you know, the, the nuances are different. The, yeah, every, yeah. It, it wouldn't have, yeah. you know, it, it needed this, it needed that authenticity that he's speaking of. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. A brown guy. (laughs) No, it had me going back, and I'm, you know, I knew we were talking to you guys, so I did research. But then I had, I was finding myself looking at the other guys as well Mm -hmm. in the little army, and I was like, wow, I've never been. I was really intrigued with this. I was really intrigued. I guess it helped that I hadn't seen any of it before, Mm -hmm. with the 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 purge and all of the and Mm -hmm. the and the topic that it addressed and how timely it all is. And that's cool too because it lets you that you know that you don't have to necessarily. I mean, go out and see the other purges, but you don't have to necessarily watch those because it is a prequel. But also, the I think the suspense is is building. You're now on the same level as the characters because we've never had a purge before, so you're watching them prepare for something that they don't even know what to yeah. expect of mm-hmm. which is like a whole like little intensity system. i can only point. imagine yeah. and then in yeah. that that level of like what i mean if think of if right if you have to force yourself to imagine what that would be like right. for 12 hours today that's i mean that's what we spent yeah. our time preparing for it's like okay what would it be if i had to protect my mom and my sister mm-hmm. from this type of situation but then i also love in the midst of it all there was a party Perhaps, yeah, you know? exactly. I like, was like, it's, so black. it's all about how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Party. It's, I mean, all, well, it's all party. It's all about yeah. how we, as a, as a, you know, how, uh, how, how what do we, what will we do? Mm-hmm. The government yeah. thinks we're gonna, how, you know, purge and like live in our baser instincts, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I believe in humanity at the end of the day. Yeah. And we, I think we'd be a little bit more creative than that. I yeah. do too. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. We right. have to get creative. Heck yeah. So how are y'all creatively ending your summer or going to be spending your summers? I'm just full on excited to see what's on the other end of the fourth um, mm. and w- the conversations that this film will bring. I'm happy that we're the faces of it and we can, you know, just be a part of the dialogue. Yeah, 100%. We're going to be doing that. It's going to be in July. Just going to be kicking in with the family for the fourth. Mm-hmm. You're not going to Essence? It's going to be a little. I'm, we no, going to Essence. I'm going to Essence. I'm yeah. not. Okay. Going I wish. I've never been. I yeah. a moment, girl. Please add it to time. the list. No, I really want to. I have a feeling we're going to have a film debut there next summer. Yes. We'll right. claim it. Well, yeah. yes. Please yes. put it Let's in claim the that. Yes. You'll be there. You'll be there. We're promoting <laughs> Insecure there, too. So Speaking of, you want to give us any, is it season three, T? It's four? season three, season so three we're going to be doing some of that at Essence, and then that's how I'm going to be spending the rest of that, promoting. Yeah. It's a big summer. A little lighter, a little bit more, yeah. little more fluffy, <laughs> but just as controversial. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, looking the forward to that. On the other side of it. Yeah. Well, the Daniel Hive is assuming, so we're ready for the summer. <laughs> but Dimitri Hive The represents. Dimitri Hive is coming. Yes. Yeah, Whoa. So baby. we're going to have to just split our time. Yeah. They, they're all different. Yeah. Georgia meets Naya, Dimitri <laughs> meets Daniel. We're going nice. to have it's a spin-off a TV show. It's going to be a cookout. It's going to be, be, be a cookout. <laughs> a ba- barbershop, a liquor store. <laughs> All of that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Special thanks to Elon Noel and Lex Scott Davis from The First Purge. Oh, and thank you so much to Kid Fury and Crystal for letting Yes Girl Podcast open for the read. And thanks to our special surprise guest, Big Frida, a.k.a. Freddie, a.k.a. Queen of Bounce, a.k.a. You Already Know. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, My Back is Beautiful.